to my left, 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 left. No, not there, Phil, that's right. Hello, we are a burning effigy of everything we used to be. Welcome to the To My Left Insert Topic Podcast. Welcome, podcast. My name's Josie. I would say Phil's been helping slightly with the intros today, but the intros today are DJ-based. So first of all, I'd like to wel- I'd like to welcome the only DJ I could recognise when you put in Spanish DJs into Google. It's the DJ Sammy of the podcast, Miguel. DJ. <laughs> Not DJ Tisto. Was it DJ Savage? <laughs> That's DJ Savvy, yeah. I, I thought David Guetta was Spanish, but it turned out the country's French. <laughs> really let me yeah. down. <laughs> did you not see that opening ceremony for the France, whatever it was, when he did it? No, Come on, James. I don't watch opening ceremonies. I've never heard of him talk. I watch other sports. I know, I've never heard him talk. Anyway, uh, second of all, larger than life, always controversial, definitely the Chris Malls of the podcast. It's Apple. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. And he's from Yorkshire now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's quite true. Third of all, and Phil wrote this one, works with kids, the Jimmy Savile of the podcast is Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I had Moby because... And he liked born. cycling as well. Yeah. <laughs> he did, yeah. And he's like, Tommy will fix it for you. Anyone got anything they want? <laughs> I mean, let's not imply that Jimmy Savile wasn't all bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. He fixed it for some people. He, wasn't he fixed the it for me when I was younger. And last but not least, the Pete Tong of the podcast is Phil. Hey. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's fairly apt. It's all it's all gone, Pete. It's all gone, Phil. It's all gone, Phil. Right, I've, I forgot the long bit at the start, but we'll move on from that. So <laughs> we'll move on. To, so <laughs> season twelve, season <laughs> four. We are oh, now on episode twenty-one, so we can legally buy a drink in America, which yes. is great. Do you get this guy away? Which is a good segue into what are we drinking? I am drinking the blood of a virgin. No, I joke. I am drinking the gluten free Peroni. Ah, mixed with the blood of a virgin. I'm uh, drinking Australia Galicia in a Galician restaurant. Oh, nice. Love Australia Galicia. I had an argument with our cocky goalkeeper about Australia Barcelona being better than Australia Galicia. I was standing my ground on the Galicia. Your cocky goalkeeper? Yeah. Cocky. Cocky. He did say that, didn't he? My cocky goalkeeper. <laughs> cocky goalkeeper. Does he guard your cock? Yeah, I'm going to come back in about 20 minutes, so I love you guys, and I'll see you in a second. Oh, oh bye. Bye, Mig. <laughs> uh, what did, Phil, what did you say to offend Mig? <laughs> um, oh, well, there were some anti-Spanish uh, expressions. I kept doing, like, maracas. <laughs> that's not the racket. That's two crabs that's having an crabs. argument in a pub. <laughs> I don't know. That's castanets. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maracas is more like fists, kind of shaky like that. Sorry. For those who have only got audio, I was doing lobster hands. <laughs> Tommy, you don't. Know Tommy, you hold Andadasi. the racket. 
up towards the ceiling. You don't turn them like they're going into your mouth. That's how I do maracas. <laughs> Jonesy Which? looks like the little baby off Meet the Parents wanting some dinner. There's <laughs> 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 a niche reference. I, I have nipples. Could you milk me, Jonesy? <laughs> yeah, give it a good that. go. <laughs> yeah. I've seen All some right. peppers in my time, Apple, but milking you, fuck's sake. Right, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Phil, what are you drinking, mate? Um, I am drinking Tunnel Vision from Box Brewery. <laughs> tunnel, Tunnel Vision to Tunnel Vision. Yeah, it's a clean tasting amber bitter. Ooh, sounds like some hipster shit to me. Uh, no, no, it's not craft, it's beautifully engineered in Wiltshire. Wiltshire, eh? Would that be in the West Country? Uh, it's near enough. Well, uh, it's got Swindon in it, so I don't like to admit it's part of the worst country. But, yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with Swindon? Oh, like, come Swindon. On. What's right with Swindon? Yeah. Glenn Hoddle play for Swindon Town. That's all I know about Swindon. <laughs> Carry on. What's the tallest building in Swindon, Jonesy? Uh, the barn. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Yeah. It's well, Swindon. Has some. Oh, I don't want to talk about Swindon anymore. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> this is invigorating podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Tommy, what are you drinking, mate? Uh, well, I've just finished a gin and tonic, and now I'm moving on to. Um, someone's been milking apples. I'm, I'm drinking some apples milk. No, I'm drinking Stella Artois. It's a, it's a Belgium craft ale. Oh, it sounds lovely. Um, and. Hello. Sponsoring some tennis tournament. Apparently. I love teachers on holiday, like Thursday night at home, smash, smashing, back, <laughs> smashing back some gins and then moving on to the Stella. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get fucked up tonight, listeners. Podcasts, hey. this is new game. Because you moved on from gin to Stella, are you going to move on from the, the middle class super dry t-shirt to a nice white beater white vest? Yeah, 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 yeah that's next. I, I should change outfit for every different... A nice... Uh, nice cider coming up next so uh, I can get my straw hat on and just take my shirt off if you're a real man you'd mix the Stella with a cider and make a snake bite <laughs> I don't like this game I don't like this game it's not normal cider I can it's hear my listeners cheering on <laughs> so I'll be back in a sec This is oh, it's Belgium. So hey. all goes together. Belgian, Belgian cider. Belgium. Yeah, Bill, don't tell the West Country. I'm cheating. No, no, no. I have a hat. Champagne Sorry. bottle. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Really? Did the West Country have like an affiliation with Belgium then? Like Belgium cider is allowed. I think we're. <laughs> I think we're twin towned with a Belgian city, Belgian town is even. It... Town. <laughs> Obel. U-B-E-L. Oh, man. Yes. Oh, no. Man. Yes. Hold on. Yes. Hold on. I'm it out. This is the most bourgeoisie fucking state bite I've ever seen. You can't have Stella Artois and a champagne bottled cider <laughs> mixed together. That's unbelievable. <laughs> of course you can. Do <laughs> so I need to make it a, a snaky and black? Have you got black? I'm I'm I, I, I recommend it. It's up to you. 
He's probably going to go Belgian. to the garden and crush some blackberries together or something. I think because it's well, I've probably got some bottle green, you know, the posto. Yeah. I, I think Bill has something Belgian, to say. You should, you should put some uh, lint chocolate in it. <laughs> chocolate in it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's got any. I'll have a look. And get Philip Albert to stir it for you. Philip Albert. That's the only Belgian person I can think of. Great shout. I love Philippe Albert. Worst defender ever. He was a good he was a good goal scorer for a centre back though. Yeah. He was a great goal scoring centre back, just couldn't defend. That I love how good. Belgium have one of the best teams in Europe at the moment, and the only Belgian footballer you could think of is <laughs> Philip Albert. <laughs> <laughs> is he still playing? That that was Newcastle personified in the nineties. They had yeah. goal scoring centre backs. <laughs> Jones, Jones, Jonesy's football knowledge still based on Champ 97. Since World of Soccer 97, 98, actually. He was, a, he was a three and a half stars, Philip Albert. He was quite good. Referee! Yeah, the boy done good! Talking of lovely ciders, I'm drinking cider from the best place in the country to buy oh, from Herefordshire. You hush. I'm having a lovely Strongbow Cloudy Apple, which is very nice. I feel like you're just doing this on purpose. The, 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 the look of disappointment from Phil, I think, just says it all, really. Oh, and Tommy, yeah. I don't think... I think you're filling up... You've got a can of Strongbow and you're putting proper cider in there uh, just to, to pretend that you're drinking Strongbow. Um, well, I think... Oh, Phil's just got I a phone think, call from yeah, right. uh, the West Country saying we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> When you say a phone call, if it's from the West Country, it's just two cups and a piece of string. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that moves us on to Enemy of the Week. Who wants to go first? Um, Jonesy, uh, can I ask you a quick question about mine before I say what it is? Of course you can. But if it's funny, it stays in. Um, no, no. <laughs> Mine's more of a Room 101 annoyance than a specific enemy. So I guess we can throw it back to whoever invented this annoying thing. Is that we, a we right put, as an enemy of the week? We put in concepts into enemy. Yeah, I, I feel like we're moving to a Room 101 style without okay. stepping on anyone's toes. Fact, so I think that's, that's good. I mean, Jen I actually had... said... Oh, sorry. Jen actually said um, recently, when when are you doing it next to in your weird Room 101 podcast? That's like, <laughs> the point of the whole uh, thing. I'm um, fan and listener. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what I am going to say is my enemy of the week, an enemy of life, is internet pop-up ads, right? But specifically, the ones where the page delays the move. So when you're on your phone, they yeah. obviously know that people are quite quick at moving their fingers and pressing on the next button and things like that. So what they do is they delay the loading time so you hit the ad because it pops up in front of the button that you're going to press, if that makes sense, and things like that. That really fucks me up. Strong shout. That's good shout. Yeah, very good but yeah, for some reason, I don't know what I was. I wasn't on a porn site, but I was on. A... <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> I, my my computer's got a massive virus, so if porn does come up, Jared, no, 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 no. What did it? Yeah, no, I was just. Mine on, too. I, I Mine's got on... that virus, I think. 
Yeah. I was just went on sorry, one of these clickbait articles on Facebook. I pressed on it and then it one of yeah, these the pop up ads just just fucking I know but I sometimes quite enjoy like the stupid little ones that like look at this funny photo and I'm sometimes I'm like, Yeah, it is a funny photo and then a stupid <laughs> fucking pop up ad happens. And I'm like, No yeah, it just really knocks me off. And, I'm just like, and I just think <laughs> who is buying off of these fucking people when their annoying pop up ad yeah. gets clicked on do you know, I don't understand where the market is. I don't understand who's still buying shit off them. I don't know. It's no. like, have you watched anything on YouTube recently? Every fucking time some person, some hot woman's trying to say, I've just started my own website on Wix. And you're like, fuck off. Every fucking video, you keep telling me this. I don't care. But yeah. What? What? Sorry. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. If you watch anything I just on YouTube added my at the own moment, website on Wix. Yeah, Wix, so- the title company yeah i mean they, they, they've, they've moved out onto hiring hot women to advertise making websites now have they yeah uh, and you can get cement at two for one <laughs> maybe they saw a gap in the market fair yeah. play to them branching out although if any pop-up advertisers do want to advertise our podcast <laughs> we can quite yeah, easily or just teach us that. how to do it we'll do it yeah, but all we're going to get is people that are really fucked off at our brand, brand to my left, because, oh, I clicked on their fucking advert, the pricks. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need an advert for them to know that we're pricks. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't, I'm like, I don't need to pay an advertising company to prove that I'm a prick. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> So what we're saying, we need to start a Facebook page that has clickbait articles. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. I think funny animals. I've started doing uh, following an Instagram uh, thing called <laughs> Animals Do Stuff. Really good. It's just animals <laughs> doing stupid stuff. It's also they've also got drunk people do stuff. That's quite good. Just, just see. Are they doing, doing stuff or like doing? Stuff? <laughs> no, no, they're not. <laughs> Apple it's stuff. Just doing animals stuff. randomly humping things. No, no. They're not doing stuff. They're doing stuff. Not doing stuff. Doing stuff. They're not doing stuff. They're doing stuff. There's animals doing things. Oh, yeah, they're doing things. Yeah. (laughs) They're not doing things. What kind of things are they doing? (laughs) I I quite like, uh, at the moment, there's quite a lot of builders doing wrestling, which I think is quite funny. Have you seen a lot of those videos? What? What do you? Your internet is very different to mine. It's very weird. It's always on Facebook. Fuck you, Wesley. Actually, I haven't. We haven't done a podcast since the massive revelation from a Spanish person that Mig doesn't speak Spanish. So I don't know what noises he's been making all of this time. <laughs> <laughs> What are you trying to say? <laughs> Anna, Anna, who is a genuine Spanish person, although I'm not convinced Anna is the most Spanish name in the world, yeah, um, said that Mick's Spanish was so poor he could barely say that he spoke Spanish, was the quote. Brutal. <laughs> uh, yeah. She cut me deep. Yeah, she can be quite brutal. Yeah. I tell you what, though, I've never seen anyone sing Despacio like Mick. <laughs> Despacio. <laughs> I can't remember. Despacito. 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 Despacito
Would you believe me if I said that was me pretending to be Mig and saying Spanish badly rather than the fact that I just completely fucked it up? Yeah, let's try that. Let's go on. Let's go on. Style it out. Style it out. Miggy, Miggy, I've got a Spanish question for you. Yes. See, do you think you could make an espresso martini? I'm doing it in my Spanish accent, yeah. More toy noy with a liquor cafe. With what? Liquor cafe? Yeah. I reckon it's good. Let's do it. Yes. In fact, I'm going to do it tonight. I'm getting hammered. Hey! Yes. Back in a bit. Are you, are you gonna have a, a Wait, are you cycling, Is Mick cycling right now? No, I'm I'm stand well standing outside the restaurant. Uh, I've nicked their Wi-Fi, and um, I'm on a main road. But the bloody bus is loud. I wanted to fuck off. <laughs> you want to fuck the bus? Yeah. <laughs> it's so loud. <laughs> There's a new uh, Instagram account. Mick does things. <laughs> <laughs> like it's Phil one because I think that's a pretty good show. Okay, yeah. So what you missed, you've only missed one enemy of the week nomination. Phil's the concept of pop-up ads. Now I think Tommy's stalling because he hasn't got a nomination for anything. I go on. All right, then take it. Uh, Go on, Thomas. My, on, Thomas. Okay, mine is um, Brits Abroad, but I'm going to be more specific than just apples. Brits Abroad. So I just got back from Lansbury. <laughs> Basically, this is apples. This is just apples. <laughs> Actually, this is not apples, because I can't see apples. social. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we, I didn't make... Oh, yeah, I forgot to say. Just, you know, the last podcast where Apple's <laughs> making friends on holiday. I spoke to no... I, actually, I think I spoke to one person. So <laughs> <laughs> and that, was that your girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were you, were you in an all-inclusive though? We uh, we paid for all-inclusive for like the last three or four days, so we it was only like forty euros upgrade to um, all-inclusive, and I was like, I reckon we could do that in alcohol, let alone in food. Um, <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> went Thanks to all the restaurants. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, basically, it's me. You know the barman just pocketed that 40 euros and went, fuck it, tomorrow I'll be gone. What's Jonesy doing? Four? Six? Well, well, what Jonesy was doing was holding up two fingers and going one at a time, which I think was confusing. (laughs) (laughs) One at a time, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So I felt felt like I had to step in and translate. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Good to have you. (laughs) (laughs) So, Brits Abroad. Brits Abroad because, okay. The classic reasons is always basically Brits abroad quite often want just their their home, but with nice weather. So there there was an Indian restaurant, a Chinese restaurant, uh, an Irish pub, um, like so they just want to go on holiday and have what they've got back home, which I can kind of understand. But 
the thing that has come up quite recently about Brits abroad and is starting getting apparently getting British people banned from certain resorts is you heard about they started <laughs> I want to kick off again from the what Brits, what's getting Brits banned, maybe? Yeah. Pick up from that. Have you guys heard about um, a load of British people suing travel companies? And it's mostly yeah. cruise ships and stuff like this. And apparently there was one uh, family who gave a five star um TripAdvisor review and the, then found out that people had been suing the the company the cruise so they were like oh yeah let's get on that and so and sued them they and there's been so many of these suings going on that a couple of resorts have started banning british tourists because they're just like no, um no. i actually yeah i read a thing on it um and actually there was i think it must i might have been Mallorca. Uh, where it's got quite a lot of all-inclusives, there was a ambulance chaser British solicitor with a van outside of the resort signing people up to sue the whole resorts they were in. It's so bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. I Like, I went on an all, my first all-inclusive as well recently, and I... Yeah, like, there are some things that... Well, you know, I had a bit of a dodgy belly, but I was in Morocco, so I just put it down to yeah. that, to be fair. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think if you've ever been to like Thailand and shit like that, you know, you go to a Brit, you go to a European all-inclusive, and you're like, yeah, it's actually all right. I've seen a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I don't think like if you get food poisoning, you're probably going to get food poisoning at some point in your life, whether someone's been negligent or not. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it can happen. So I don't think it's something worth suing over. I think the thing is, how do you prove it's food poisoning as well? Like, some of it could just be the change in the richness of the food. Let's be honest, it could be all the alcohol. Yeah, I used to get food poisoning in Aberystwyth all the time. <laughs> Every day. Yeah. Temperature temperature sets so many people's stomachs off, and then they blame yeah. the food. So, it's stupid, really. <laughs> Thank you, Vin Diesel, for that interlude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Doesn't so, matter if you win by an inch or a mile. <laughs> <laughs> so we got pop up ads of Brits abroad so far. Apples, what's your enemy of the week? Uh, well, it's a bit of a controversial one, uh, but it also might be very niche. Uh, it's a company that's really gone out of their comfort zone and broadened into a niche market that they've recently seen. It's Wix. I don't know if you've heard, but they've gone into uh, internet pop-up sites. Now, I don't know, you know, I used to get my trusty tiles from Wix, and it's just not been the same since. So, yeah, my enemy of the week is uh, Wix. I heard something about this recently. I Yeah, what a bunch of assholes. I know, right? Stick with it's one job. Virtual one construction. Job. <laughs> uh, I actually had a very positive experience with Wix this week, so I can't agree with this one. <laughs> We're not voting yet, Phil. God. Well, on, what was your positive experience with Wix, Phil? So I was buying some loft insulation. <laughs> <laughs> and I was nav navigating the trolley rather skillfully through the car park um, and the Wix employee shouted, wow, you've really got the hang of that trolley. I went, cheers, mate. 
Employee in the car park. Yeah. Was there any hint of sarcasm in his voice? No, no, honestly, it was a narrow gap. People don't believe anything if it's a cop. I steered for rolls of, um, so over 40 meters of lost in- installation through that gap like a pro, mate. Yeah, it was I really didn't want to go down this Wix rabbit hole. I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is the best. These are the highlights. <laughs> Definitely going in. Uh, so, Miguel, what's your enemy of the week, pal? My, my enemy of the week is shit social sex, or lazy social sex, uh, should we say. Um, <laughs> and I guess the most recent shit social sex I have experienced was... Was apples. <laughs> <laughs> It was baffles. No, um, it was. So I went to a stag in Prague a little while ago now, um, but that's when I originally wrote my topic of the week. Um, and, last yeah, week. so I went last week. Yes, last week. Um, yeah, and basically, I mean, granted, he was 20, 21, 22, so I mean, the guy ain't old. Um, but yeah, he literally just went on stagdo.com and booked two activities for a four day stag. And fuck me, I was bored. Um, it, it was it was nuts. And not only that, but he, he just didn't do anything. Um, so he didn't make a single decision. He was just like, so guys, what should we do? What do you think we should do? And it's like, you're the fucking best man. Just tell us what to do. Um, yeah, it was um, boring. Uh, thank God the activities were good. Um, but that's because we told him what we wanted to do. Um, rather than him going, I think we should do this. Um, so yeah, shit social sex. Yeah, no, I, I could join in on that. I've been on like uh, Berlin. We went to Berlin on a stag do, and we got to you know the big Stein places with the big things, and it was rammed. And the best man sort of found a table for him uh, and a couple of his mates, and just sat down and went, "Ah, oh, my work is done." As soon as we got there, we were like, "No, no, 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 no." There's about forty of us who can't, uh, about fourteen of us who can't find anywhere to sit, and you've got to be on the fucking ball for the whole fucking weekend. He was. And he was like, what the fuck? I have to actually do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it feels a bit like people are uh, applying to be Apples' best man. Everyone's like, you, know, you basically don't, don't do it wrong. Don't do it wrong. Hold on, hold on. There's no application here. There's no interview process here. Guys. Apples has already decided. Oh, I have Mix, story Mix has done it well. <laughs> Twice. I've got experience. Three times, actually. <laughs> if the, uh, the, the lesbian Three wedding. Times the best Apples, who are your groomsmen? I don't know. I've not thought that far These guys. I think there's some obvious choices. <laughs> no, I've got, how, many, how many groomsmen do you need? I don't know. Do they, count, do they the same as ushers? 
I, I regret mine. I should have picked uh, apples and Jonesy, but I, uh, I messed up. Actually, I did think about uh, picking apples and Jonesy, and Jonesy on a bike ride said, no, no, don't pick us, and then denied saying that three months later. I <laughs> <laughs> remember him saying that. I remember him saying that. The stress can't be relied upon. I mean, cycling can't be relied upon. But it yeah, was only me and him, and we'd only gone to a, to a couple of pubs. <laughs> it wasn't exactly a strenuous ride. But that's when I Yeah. That's when I couldn't cycle, to be fair. <laughs> that was like when I first started cycling. <laughs> and as soon as I did 20 miles, I was like... You're going to share those, Jonesy? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen me when we went round Kent. For, was it Joel's 30th birthday? And I just got to Joel's birthday. Oh, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I just want to die. <laughs> 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 wow, I'm, I'm going to firmly blame Jen on that one. Joel said she was a flat room. And then Jen goes, no, that would be fucking boring. Um, and it took us four hours instead of two. <laughs> yeah. wow. oh, we fucking died that day. It was only 40 miles. <laughs> I died that day. <laughs> I died that day, dude. Can we get a, a, a podcast social set? Ooh. Season four, Ooh. social sec. <laughs> Nominations for podcast social sec. Hang uh, on, should we do enemy of the week first, and then oh, okay. we? All right, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, not very well. He's a killjoy. Uh, so Mig is lazy social sex. Okay, fair enough. Right, I would like to nominate fake news in regards to this hacking of the Game of Thrones scripts online it's just a way to advertise a tv program through the news for free and people say oh it's an outrage there's spoilers to the next episode well if you wanted spoilers for seasons one to four they were sort of released by someone called george rr fucking martin about 10 years before the fucking seasons came out <laughs> so get used to fucking spoilers with game of thrones because it's just happened so many times it's just fucking useless has anyone else noticed? I just want to get in. Like, so when Jonesy does his enemy of the podcast, he's like, right, get in the mood, get in the mood, face on. Bye tonight. Come on. Wake up, people. Wake up. Why did you sound like Nigel Farage when you did that? Wake up. Let me finish. I love it. You really get his character. <laughs> Called giving a shit, not just making it up on the spot about fucking bitch, you toss Whoa, whoa, whoa. That is a big deal. Oh, that's a serious defamation of character there. Oh. I, don't, I don't think Jonesy's in the best mood tonight. I think there's a, he's a little bit of a tired bear, yeah, I think. Grumpy Jonesy uh, makes good podcasts. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> the bear. Fuck the bear. <laughs> anyway. So the nominations are... <laughs> the wait, 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 Jonesy, I've got a question for you. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Assuming Do no you one think the Labour manifesto was leaked on purpose? Uh, yeah, of course I did. It gets into the press. You, you did it. it! No, I didn't leak it. And it wasn't Diane Abbott. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, of course they do. They, of course they leak these things to check, to see, you know, if you leak the most... Uh, controversial or the, or the most stuff you're not sure about then you sort of test the waters to it and then if it's you're like, not this is an outrage question, how, how, yeah how, how, two, how, how two. This, this will be shocking to me in the manifesto 
And then they go, well, it wasn't in the manifesto, really. You know, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's what they're doing with Game of Thrones. They'll just change it really quickly. <laughs> oh, God, they don't like it. But you know, you just turn into Boris Johnson at the end of that. Blah 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 blah. BBC News, The Guardian, every website that you go on has got headlines: Game of Thrones episode leaked, which is just basically a, just a blatant advert for Game of Thrones is on the telly at the moment. So are you doing it? The BBC are advertising a rival channel. No, I'm just saying. Why would they is... do that? This is the media's way of just uh, av- it's covert advertising, I suppose. Don't have a go at the BBC. God bless it. Gorilla. I bet you also yes. believe in flat Earth, don't you? you Gorilla marketing. Experience. No, I don't spend all day on yeah, the internet reading shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Has anyone else noticed <laughs> when Apple's wants to do a little wind up? I don't know where the Irish accent came from. <laughs> I don't know. I just poured a really bad snake bite. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're thinking it were black. Wow, kudos. Anyway, Phil's popper fans. Tommy's Brits aboard. Apple's is weeks advertising. Don't vote for that. Ming's lazy social secretaries. Although in my notes I put the lazy SS, which sounds something like from the second world war. And jo- <laughs> Josie's Game of Thrones spoilers. Who are you voting for, Tommy? Uh, I am going for pop-ups. Pop-up Phil won it with the very first one. Very good nomination. Miguel. Wix. Wix. <laughs> Apples. I'm going to have to go pop-ups because I am a lazy social sex. I do no activities. So I feel, <laughs> I feel like I'm like on a technicality get dragged in. <laughs> You're a lazy member of the SS as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go for Brits Abroad, actually, because I do find that fucking annoying. Okay, I would also like to nominate Brits Abroad as well. So we now have a tie for Popper Pads and Brits Abroad. How do we decide? Because I voted Wix, can I change my vote? Yeah, so yeah, Mig, you get a vote. Brits Abroad. Brits Abroad. So enemy of the week. (laughs) Is Brits That's just revenge for Brexit. <laughs> so Brits abroad are walking into the Enemy of the Week podcast, saying hello to William Defoe and Neil Warnock and Jen and uh, everybody else. Hi. Apple's got voted for twice in that one. Lazy, <laughs> lazy sexual sex and Brits abroad. I actually once used to work at Wix as well. And he does. He's in charge of all the pop-up ads. And he was the one who hacked HBO to get the uh, the spoilers for Game of Thrones. Yeah. He knows. He knows Jon Snow. Well, no, I thought they based the character of Sam on him. To be fair. Oh, he's Craven. <laughs> Craven. Have you not seen any of the latest stuff? I've, I've seen the first episode, but I fell asleep because I was knackered. Uh, so I need to watch it again. Um, yeah, I know, I know. Well, I made the mistake of like waiting for Amanda, and then we watched the first episode, or started to watch the first episode of season seven, and then she goes, what's going on? And I was like, do you know whether Johnson has said yet? And she went, who? 
I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we started watching season six, and now she's in um, Down South somewhere. So, uh, yeah, I clandestinely watched episode one whilst she wasn't looking. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no boobs yet. There's not been yeah. many boobs. Well, I thought there was. There was boobs episode two. Yeah. Oh, true. Spoilers. Sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> do you, yeah, Jonesy's kind watch... of a spoiler. <laughs> you know when you watch it and uh, the Sky Atlantic thing pops up and it always goes, this program contains, and you're always like, sexual nudity, sexual nudity, sexual nudity. <laughs> 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 this is no, someone who's no, not getting any at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, so to my left, insert topic, Thomas. Oh, I've had too much snake bite, I can't remember. Um, oh, no, I do remember. I, me, me and Jonesy have had a, a brief chat about this. Very brief. Um, it's his hemorrhoids. No. Um, so, uh, quite a few of us. Everyone, I don't know if everyone listens to um, Flintoff, Savage, and the Ping Pong Guy. Yes. Yeah. Anybody else? No, no, yeah, nope. no. I, I really like Flintoff, Savage, and the Ping Pong Guy. It's good. I think they nicked our but, concept, but it's very good. They definitely nicked our concept. Well, they do some pretty good topics. There was one topic that they did that I thought they just didn't do very well, and I thought that maybe we could do better. Basically, there was one. Yes. Um, Apples, I don't know if you listened to it, or Phil, you might have listened to it as well, actually. Um, when they <clears throat> they did, basically, does sport build character? Because people talk about the fact that sport builds character. And they went for it in a really professional way, because they're professional sports people. And they went yeah. in the whole... It's okay, they're not fine, you the fuckers. <laughs> Get in the van. <laughs> You'll need Fuck your immigration. Sorry, you can't speak Spanish. You'll get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> I did break into the UK by just talking. Coming back from, uh, from Saluto. I lost my passport in Wales, but I still went to France, to Spain, back into France. And then when I got back in the UK, they're like, um, you're British, right? And I was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> this is why Brexit happens. <laughs> Border control. <laughs> so because they're all professional sports people, they came at it from a really professional angle. So they're all like, well, professional sport does build character, but it also makes you very cutthroat and blah, blah. And I think they really missed a trick because I think just general sport, which we've all done, is the thing that builds character. I think putting a professional element into it is what changes the character that it produces. I think teamship and, and not necessarily, I don't, well, I'm guessing none of us really had that cutthroat spirit not necessarily that we would have gone on to become incredible professionals at any one sport, but I think we were all very much team players. So, yeah, it's more of a question than a topic, but do you think that sport builds 
uh, character. Yeah, I, I think, of course it, yeah, of course it does. I think without sport, well, you know, just being in that team environment and learning the rules of sport and stuff, you know, and, and the respect of your fellow teammates and of officials and stuff like that builds, it builds the skills for life. That's one of the reasons I don't like football as much as I like other sports is because I, I find that some of the the habits or the the blatant cheating or the lack of respect for each other or or the officials etc could be sort of breeds bad habits into society more than anything uh i mean the money floating around is is just obscene these days but you know the the calling the ref a wanker or or i'm not really putting this across very well i'm sure apples will defend it a lot more but i think other sports build character more things like uh, cricket or rugby or hockey or or individual sports. I, I, I listened to the same thing with Flintoff and, and Savage and the ping pong guy. And I think sometimes when they talked about sport in, in that kind of regard, they lost the, the, particip- uh, the participation that element of it, that sport is just good to go out just to have fun towards. And you don't have to be good at a sport to play it. And with the Olympics and stuff like that, I think they're all concentrating on getting winners and getting gold medals and getting, you know, world champions where there seems to be a, a juxtaposition between trying to get people to play sport and the funding being at the top end. Yeah, absolutely. And from a health point of view, trying to get just people to play. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned the Olympics because um, when it first started, you weren't allowed to be a professional sports person to take part in the Olympics. It was all amateurs. And the word amateur means lover of, because uh, you do it for the love rather than for the you know money. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's a, a, a trick missed. Um, so yeah, um, so I'm getting distracted. Um, uh, the thing I loved about uh, London 2012 was that they really sort of concentrated on the legacy side of things. Um, so the the sports stuff that got set up um, that wasn't going to get used after the event. Um, that all got knocked down, um, but all of the permanent stuff is actually being used. Like, I've been back to Stratford um, more than a handful of times since uh, 2012, and I've actually used the facilities, uh, whereas I would never have gone anywhere near it if it hadn't been London 2012. Nope. So I, I think the legacy side of things has actually worked quite well. So I'm, I'm really impressed. And off Dear the back me. of it, Earnhill Velodromes had investment because of Lord Cohen, or whatever his name is. And, oh, <laughs> fuck's sake. Uh, can you all hear me or not? Yeah, we can hear, yeah, hear you. Fine. Oh, it's just fine. Phil making noises. Cheers, Phil. Uh, but yeah, no, all, all, all is good. Uh, but yeah, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good and relevant point. I wouldn't mic drop, but uh, it's my phone, so I'm not going <laughs> to. Oh, this is chaos. Oh, this is chaos. I love it. Fucking love it. I think it's, Crystal Palace athletics track will probably close down because of the Olympics. Because yeah, that seems a waste. Like an absolute yeah. waste. Wouldn't it be better if someone like David Lloyd brought it or something like that and made it into like a, you know, a, you know, probably price out the locals, but it's not being used full stop anyway, is it? Yeah, it's like there was one, because I really want to go and watch something there, and there's been, there was a South of England trials, apparently. <laughs> I can't really go and watch that. 
like, so my, my, my take on this, I think Tommy tried to say it was less about the professional, more about our experiences. So, yeah, Jonesy, I mean, you went off on a bit of a rant about football once again. Don't get me wrong, the money in it and the, the level of what's going on in it is far worse than any other sport. Of course it is, but I think that's part of the media and the money involved in it. But I can only... Tom's asking our experience. I can only talk about football I played when I was a kid, rugby I played, and it changed me. I was quite a, well, I was a quiet kid, but I was, yeah, I was a normal self. But rugby changed me. Being part of the team and all the rest of it was fucking awesome. All the you know group masturbations in the showers, you know. <laughs> no, like it does. It changes. You. It, gives you, it gives you a real sense of I want to say camaraderie. That's not quite the right term, but like, you know, team teamwork, all the rest of it. So, no, I think it's awesome. Leadership as well. Yeah. Massively. Massively. And, and even the um, the trust side of things. Like, um, and, and that's one yeah, of the biggest uh, sort of motivational speakers for companies and stuff they try and promote is like, if you don't trust your fellow worker, then you're never going to have a good team. Um, and you're not going to rely on someone to get the job done and then be able to get on with your own stuff if you don't trust the person to get on with theirs. Um, so, yeah, there's things that you can definitely learn through sport that you have to, uh, otherwise you won't win. And it's, and it's easy to quantify because, you know, you either score the goal or you don't. Um, and there's a difference between winning and losing. So, yeah, I, I totally agree with that, Apples. No, true. What, uh, what do you think sport... Do you think there's a definitive sport which breeds better character than, than another sport? Well, I, in your yeah, I... Ultimate Frisbee. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Bollocks. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Apples makes a fair point. I think, you know, there's stuff that you're saying is bad about football. It doesn't necessarily... I mean, some of it filters down, but the football I played, I used to play village football, and there was a lot of respect for the referee, and there was, yeah. you know, I think... Low level football isn't necessarily as bad as so. I, I would say all sport for me, but kids emulate their heroes on the pitch, you know what I mean? And if they're watching it all day, every day, they do. But we there's... do it at school, and there's an absolute like the respect we get a load of really naughty kids, just they are impeccable in there, like the end, they just have ultimate boundaries to what they um to the situation that they're in. and <laughs> Generally, their behaviour is is brilliant. They're not like, they're not cheating. They're, the referee's word is final. Um, so that is primary. I don't know. Maybe it's secondary. They turn into assholes. But I've I have honestly seen. So to go back, Jonesy, because you're saying like they emulate their heroes. I have never once ever grown up playing football, even in Diggs League. Have I ever seen someone dive roll around because they love uh, Ronaldo and he does it? It just doesn't happen. I tell you what. The worst I've ever seen anyone speak to any officials has always been on hockey. If I'm really honest, out of all the football, rugby and hockey I played, what people say to the umpires has been far worse than I've ever seen on a football or hockey pitch. I'm and that was Phil. That. <laughs> 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 no, but honestly, like, and but that's just, I know that it's, it's a bit different, isn't it? Because at uni level, you have people supply the umpires, so it makes it a bit shitty anyway, because they're not independent, but... Yeah, I mean that that tilts that, of course, but yeah, yeah, no, true. And it has got worse in hockey lately. Uh, you know, it's not clamped down upon like it used to be. It used to say if you said anything, then you'd be you'd be straight off. But 
yeah, hockey's got a lot worse in that regard. But, you know, they're having to bring in cards into cricket because of umpiring and stuff like that. Yes. It's just ridiculous. It's oh, really? Nonsense. But that, that's not for test cricket. That's just for lower-level cricket. Because yeah, yeah. you do get you do get the occasional tosses who just argue and argue and argue, and it's you know it's not that kind of day, not that kind of sport. But so yeah, so okay, cool. Well, we didn't really answer what sport brings the best character then, I suppose. Well, I, my I, my argument is that all sport builds character. All sport. But what do you think? Do you think cricket does more or no? I don't know. Uh, I, think I want cricket. to say boxing. Yeah. No, that's a very good shout. Because um, you essentially whole. have a, a license, uh, not necessarily to kill, but like you, if you ever used it for bad reasons, you are instantly going to get done and you're going to probably get put away for longer than someone who hasn't had their training. Um, so you're never going to abuse that power uh, unless you're a fucking idiot. Um, and then that's just down to the individual. Um, but what yeah. they do get taught is the ultimate respect for the sport, for your opponent or should do anyway. I mean, I'm not going to talk about McGregor and all those other bail um, mm. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd want to say boxing. No, you're right. I mean, like some judges give harsher sentences if, you know, if you're trained like a like a lethal weapon. You look at that Cameron Poe chap. He pleaded guilty and, and, and then got a massive life sentence, didn't he? I mean, the thing for me on boxing, I, again, I think that's a bit of a red herring. I've seen some absolute arsehole boxers do some terrible things. Mike Tyson, one of, arguably one of the best boxers in the world, bit some guy's ear off in a fucking one of the biggest matches. So, I mean, come on. Like, it's, you can you can look at it, every sport as its tossers, every sport as its, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's good guys. That's sport, actually, and everyone loves it because you get your bad guys and your good guys, don't they? I hate to say it, it's true, and it sells papers. But- People I mean, you look at someone it. like Anthony Joshua, he's your best advertisement for character building in sport, completely. You know, it... Yeah, but I think they built up the whole, like, oh, he yeah. was off the rails, he was doing drugs, oh, he was... I, I think he was all right. Yeah, but, you know, of course they're going to build it up a little bit, but it's inspiring, you know. He, he's all ultimately a really nice guy. He's the best, boxer, yeah, he's the best heavyweight nice boxer guy. in the world, you know what I mean? He's, I, I, yeah, I, he was still a drug dealer. That, that, yeah. well, you know, just because you're a saint now doesn't, dis- it's, you know, surely doesn't, you know, he was, he completely was erase of, everything you've done. He got caught selling a bit of weed on the street. I don't think, yeah, okay, that does make him a drug dealer, but you would hardly call him fucking Scarface, would you? Well, I'd argue <laughs> that's breaking the law. Someone diving around rolling on the floor in football has done less, if you're going to put it in that kind of context. Do you know what I mean? Well, He's broken the law. Yeah, but well, what about tax evasion? That hurts more people than shifting a bit of weed. Well, that's a, now you talk about a fundamental problem with our society. So, yeah, the worst people for that are the biggest corporations in the world, Jonesy. So, if you fix that, mate, well done. Apparently, it's not PC to constantly pretend to be Bill Marie, and that's a decent, terribly sad. I had my way, let's just say that every day they display a large array of its cachet like ground day. It's time to ask Auntie Apples. Tommy. Uh, yeah. Have you checked your so I've been, I've been rummaging inside my post bag, checking them out regularly, as you're supposed to do. Um, and we've had a message to ask Auntie Apples, which says, My wife and I agreed to watch some adult movies to spice up our sex life. 
When I asked her preference, she said, lesbian, should I be worried? So should you be worried? Well, no. She's with you at the moment. You might as well make the most of it. Ask her if she's got a friend or maybe a fancy lady that she wants to join in with you. Man, take the opportunity. You're not going to get another one if it turns out she's a lesbian and dump shell. Well, it couldn't be helped anyway. Embrace it, my friend. Take something that most people don't get and fucking do it. Easy. Boosh! I, I would agree with that. That's some seriously good advice from Auntie Apple. For once, she's actually... Uh, he, he, he's not too bad there. Still a little bit misogynistic, but, you know, he's, he's all right. Get, have a free term. Go find some more pussy. There you go. That's how you up the masculinity. I like it. <laughs> Jamesy and Mig are very feminist at the moment. I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying that there's anything wrong with that. It's just uh, the misogyny radar is uh, is very it's high. It's because we're both single. <laughs> That's why. I was going to say, <laughs> we, women like men stop being a fanny. Be a misogynist. <laughs> So uh, it's time for to my left insert topic, Phil. Oh uh. shit! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw my let's go back to in the camera. I was like, ah, no, I do have a topic. So. For those who couldn't see, obviously, Phil's face being an audio podcast, oh. Phil looked like he'd just forgotten his wife's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> sort of on the same lines, uh, Apple's good segue. <laughs> right. So it's a bit of a Cochrane family trait, which I'm finding that I'm developing more and more. I'm not really able to show gratitude to presents that I don't really want or need. <laughs> a Bristol City shirt. And it's becoming a bit awkward. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that, that was back when I was younger. So my, my nan, she was a legend, but giving her a present, she just used to open it, look at it and go, literally have no idea why you'd buy me that. <laughs> just, that was just the way of opening presents. So like, it was always a bit of, a bit funny in the family. But then as dad's getting older, he's becoming similar because obviously like his mum and stuff. And then... So today, my lovely wife went um, and replaced my Fitbit, and she's bought me a new Fitbit. Oh, I know, she went to Fitbit and got my old one replaced because she felt like I should be using it. But I've been quite used to not using my Fitbit at the moment, and I didn't show very much gratitude, and I've started to realise that I'm turning into my dad in that regard. <laughs> so, um, What's your new Fitbit do? No, no, it's just literally a straight replacement for my old one. But um, instead of the black one I had before, it's a blue one because um, they'd run out of black ones. Because obviously the Fitbit I had is discontinued, and they, they've say so they've replaced it with the nearest thing they could, which is the blue one. And I, I sort of went, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then I felt That's really bad because she's obviously gone all to the effort to go contact Fitbit, get me a new one, and stuff like that. And I didn't show enough gratitude, which is bad. I'm a very bad husband. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. How can I be better? You guys can help me out. <laughs> My question to you is, are you doing it on purpose? Are you, like, hoping that she's going to give you a good spanking for being a naughty boy? <laughs> is, that what it is? is it a secret plea for a bit of uh, S&M? Is that what it is, Bill? Oh, I've been naughty, Leanne. Come on. Come on, spank me. 
It'd be weird for me to expect that reaction, considering that's never happened before. I'm like, well, hundred. Is that why you're still trying? <laughs> you do a lot of nasty stuff, like yeah, naughty yeah. stuff, just in case. <laughs> this, this, this time, this time spanking will come. Yeah, no, I, don't. <laughs> I love the fact that apples is still in our scanty apples, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and just think of how many steps you'll do on her Fitbit if she was spanking you. You know, there's just step there, step there, step there, jump up. I don't know. I'm a bit of a pussy. After five steps, I'd be like, tap out, no more. Yeah. <laughs> Safe word. Safe yeah. word. Safe <laughs> word. Tesco. 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 I'm oh, sorry. Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's. Wait, I, don't why, I don't know why that jumped into my head as a safe word. <laughs> Episode title, Safeways, colon, Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, colon. Colon is definitely Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's gone right up the Tesco. I... <laughs> 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 Going go back to Phil's topic, I do life. find it a little awkward that you, 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 you does everyone, you just have to be grateful for every present you ever get given? Like, it does, it is difficult, no? The thing is with me, if I want something, I'll go out and buy it. Like, I just, I don't tend to just sit there hoping someone will get it for me. I guess I'm on no one really sits there hoping people will get the things they need, but like, I just, I don't know. I just am quite a simple person. No, don't say anything, Josie. Yeah, I don't need notes to be entertained. And I've normally, if I need, if there's something I need, I'll go out and get it that day. How, that makes sense. How did you feel when I bought you a garlic uh, holder? Very grateful. Um, yeah, again, like I didn't really have a need for it. And if I'd needed a garlic holder, I probably would have bought one. <laughs> but thanks, man. Right, I'm going to really spank you. Next time I see you, I'm spanking you. Tesco's, Tesco's, Tesco's! That'd be funny. When did you buy me a garlic holder? Yeah, it was the most random thing I could find. It was in the Audi Purchase of the Week, the last episode. He, he got that bit. When? I, know, I haven't received the garlic holder, so I haven't been ungrateful yet. I will be. Yeah. Thank you. I don't will be. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Three words and gratefulness. I love it. Do you, do you think you're being you disingenuous? Want to see it? I'll go get it. All right. Do you think you're being disingenuous by not appreciating the present? Or like if you faked it, sure, do you think that's disingenuous being disingenuous? If I faked appreciation? Yeah, yeah. Do you think that if you were like, oh, that's amazing, thank you very much, and you showed, you know, by being polite, do you think that's being disingenuous, to tell you what I mean? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I'm quite an honest person generally. I mean, tend to tend to speak my mind a bit. <laughs> there was an there was an amazing John Robbins bit that I watched the other day on Stand Up where he was like, "All those people that say speak your mind, just don't speak your mind. Why would you be yeah. such a twat?" His <laughs> stand up's brilliant. It's so funny. Yeah, I could have credited the wrong comedian with that but i saw it on the stand up the other day i thought it was quite funny yeah. is it phil because you're a cybernetic organism sent back in time and that you've got no heart and you're a cold-hearted twat that needs to get closer to your human emotion uh yeah apples i need your clothes your boots and your motorcycle <laughs> yeah 
Apple's motorcycle, it'll be in the sidecar and Bridget will be driving the motorcycle. <laughs> 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 Apple's been sent back in time for one lucky lady. <laughs> hey, Apple's Bridget drive their storm, um, Apple's and Bridget drive their stormtrooper car around. Yeah, stormtrooper. <laughs> for those listeners at home, they have a Nissan Juke in white. It looks a bit like a stormtrooper. <laughs> If Nissan Dukes want to sponsor us by giving us all Nissan Dukes, that's what you Or Star Wars wants to sponsor us by giving us a Stormtrooper. Oh, what would you prefer? If it had an actual blaster that fired a laser, then I'd want the Stormtrooper. (laughs) Hold on, isn't the Stormtrooper like the foot soldier? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. It's still got a big ass laser. You could be in the pub and someone kicks off, you'll just be like, Annihilate that fuck up. I, I don't really know Star Wars that well. I was thinking that the Stormtrooper might have been that. It looks like a big camel with legs. You know what I mean? And fire thing. In the Walker. The He's thinking the about walker. the Walker. Yeah, yeah, the Attack. Yeah, the Attack. Okay, fair enough. All right. Come on, Jonesy. You've seen two now. I have watched the I, best. I quite like Rogue One. Rogue One was very good. <laughs> it was. It was excellent, actually. I can't wait for it to come out on Sky. I want to watch it again, and I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> I, I actually, I've only seen it on a tiny, tiny little screen on an American Airlines flight, so I really need to watch it again because I didn't oh. get the best viewing. Yeah, Did I tell you about how I saw it? Bridget fucked us. We went to the local <laughs> cinema. Not literally. Bridget went, <laughs> Bridget went to the local cinema to see Bridget Jones's Diary 2 or whatever. And she's like, no, they've, it's a proper cinema. They've got this big screen. Yeah, they do. They have one big screen and then they have two small TV rooms. So she booked us to go watch Rogue One at the cinema. And it was basically a 40-inch plasma <laughs> in a little room of like, I'm not even kidding, eight seats where they're practically sat on your lap. It's... It was interesting, <laughs> but luckily the film was good. Uh, so did you have to pay more for that experience, and it was just worse than the actual cinema? No, I had to tip the guy that was wanking me off, but I was <laughs> All part of the experience. Apple's just definitely going for a tone with his humour tonight, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. The it was... ba- scraping the barrel, I think, is the right tone. When I lived out in um, in South Korea, they had uh, so they had norivangs, which are the um, uh, karaoke rooms, and then they had video rooms. So you'd go, and it's basically what Apple's was describing: a <laughs> um, it's just a big widescreen TV, and you just and comfortable sofas, and a load of DVDs. So you choose to go and watch um, watch a film. Anyway, me and my friend decided to go and watch watch a film in there. And hadn't learned that apparently it's quite uh, a thing that Koreans will go there to have affairs in, basically. People will just go there to go and have affairs. It's their main reason for going to these places. Anyway, we were like, oh, what should we watch? Uh, oh, let's, let's, I haven't seen Brokeback Mountain. Should we watch and we, and we told our Korean friends about this and they're like, yeah, literally every one of those people that watched you walk in were like, yeah, those guys are bumming. <laughs> so similar 
to the Phil Spanking hidden agenda? Is you know, was there a secret person that wanted a bit of a, a gay experience while you were out there, you know, to tick that box? Yeah, the, the other guy. The other guy. Yeah, yeah. You probably already had enough gay experiences. Yeah, he got bored of the gay I know, he told me. <laughs> Is that what you call his little fairy thing? His hamster, well, his hamster wouldn't move by the time I got there, so it was obviously scared and shell-shocked by something. <laughs> no, are you basically balls. saying Tommy's hamster didn't put out to you, Phil? <laughs> My hamster? <laughs> 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 Tommy, Tommy did stuff to it, and then by the time I got there, it was too scared to move. <laughs> Phil tried to touch my hamster, and it wouldn't move. <laughs> I can't even where are we? We've gone down such a rabbit hole here. Whose subject was it? Was it yours, Phil? Something about teddy bears, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, I think we're we've got <laughs> such, such a ten... It was a yeah. topic about oh. I've got a funny story. Um, Good. That you guys, that you guys the don't know about. First for the two, I left it's a topic podcast. Um, do you? So the other day, me, Meg, Bewley, and Amanda, and Rob McMorrin and Anna went to the um, Red Hook Crit in London, the cycle race. Yeah, it looked ace. Um, and along the way, we decided to stop at a bottomless brunch um, and drink loads of prosecco. We just saw a sign. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Um, anyway, we drank loads and loads of Prosecco, then got to the Red Hook Crit, and I don't remember really seeing many bikes because I was just then smashing back the beers, and we decided to cycle home. Um, we lost Miguel, and then Bewley and Amanda saw a chicken shop and decided to stop at a chicken shop, and I tried to turn... I tried to turn into the chicken shop and I fell off my bike and smashed my face into the ground. Oh, oh. yeah, you were saying about your teeth. Oh, yes, so, your teeth. So I uh, chipped my front tooth. I, um, I had cuts all over my face. Um, I was bleeding quite bad. I cut my elbow. James, it's really off though. Stop doing it. Um, <laughs> What's he doing? I don't know. So he turned in his it's light. It's really on weird. He's just... He's like, like, it's like those <laughs> interviews with the guy when you can't quite see them. It's like a black out, like, and he needs a face, a voice distortion behind it as well. You know, so I, I know was the other guy who went to watch. <laughs> Tommy, hold, hold that thought, hold that thought, because um, that's reminded me of something. But yeah, um, so yeah, completely smashed my face out. I, I like, yeah, I. I Basically, we had to then get what? a taxi because I was like, yeah, I really I was can't say, cycle. How, did you get home? Did you? We had to order an Addison Lee. We had to order an Addison Lee because apparently you can put bikes in Addison Lee now. I think they're trying to be a bit more cycle friendly because there are last like director went really anti cyclist in it, and I think it hit him quite hard. But um, yeah, yeah, we had to call an Addison Lee. Yeah, no, was, but yeah, anyway, I went to Dennis today and was like, oh, yeah, I fell off my bike um, and I've chipped my tooth. So uh, can you um, check that my tooth isn't going to die and fall out? And she basically went, it's not going to fall out, but I'll fill in your chip. <laughs> so I was like, yay. Now I have my winning. I'll fill in your chip. Uh, yeah. Well, 
Yeah, so I now have my winning smile back after uh, chipping my tooth in London. <laughs> oh, man. Anything so, more lasting damage? Uh, my pride. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that was. Uh... Is that why you don't want to cycle anymore? No, 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 no. I don't want to cycle while drunk anymore. Okay, no, well, that makes sense. You shouldn't cycle while drunk anyway. Kids don't do it. We don't. No, no, we didn't do it at all, apart from that one time. I've never heard myself cycling drunk. Oh. God's tr- honest truth, I don't. I don't fucking cycle. <laughs> <laughs> so, Phil, are you going to partake in the Jonesy versus Phil Richmond Hill challenge? Which <laughs> it wouldn't be the Jonesy versus <laughs> Phil Richmond Hill challenge if I didn't partake. <laughs> well, I've got Jonesy a little Phil on standby, Dad. <laughs> Yeah, or Tommy's dad. No, Tommy's dad will beat yeah. me. <laughs> oh, oh, that's rude. Um, um, yeah, I am. I'm actually, I'm actually going for a ride Saturday morning. I'm just starting to do a little bit of practice. I did 30 miles last week on one in a, in one ride. So I'm going to start commuting. Well, to apples, work why are you laughing? It's just the way you said it. But I'm only just saying, last week I went for a 30 mile ride. I did 30 miles last week. I was like, what, like two a day? That's not a lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's that's why I (laughs) did. and I was thinking about this actually Bridget Bridget inspired it when I said I was struggling with a subject and then you mentioned the DJ thing it was what have you got any weird occasions uh, weird occasions or moments that songs remind you of so like for example Gangster's Paradise reminds me of Christmas now that sounds random but it's because when I I think I was given like a now tape and it was back then when you had a Walkman. And I used to love Gangster's Paradise. So all I'd do was play Gangster's Paradise, turn the tape over, play the song on the other side, turn it over, play Gangster's Paradise again. I think I must have done that for about two days. So like now Gangster's Paradise reminds me of Christmas. But then there's other things like, so Athlete. And I honestly thought that would remind me of Blackpool. But actually, for some reason, all it reminds me of Tommy being really drunk, running down the road with his arms open going, Corridors through <laughs> It, and that was kind of well before we went to see them, I think. Um, so, like, yeah, what, have you got any songs that remind you of something that's probably a bit weird or reminds you of uni? Like, again, Dancing in the Moonlight. Dancing in the moon. But that reminds me of my first year so much of just yeah. walking down to the union and stuff. Like, But any obscure... Not not women. We don't want to talk about exes and random. You know, I don't want to hear about how I don't miss a thing reminds you of your girlfriend of 20 years ago. But, like... Yeah, any kind of odd ones. Like I says, as I say, Gangsters Paradise and Christmas. Or uni, that we can relate to. I've got one that reminds me of Jonesy dancing on dance floor. What's that? And, well, specifically the pier in Aberystwyth. Um, yeah. The Killers, Somebody Told yeah. Me. Yeah. I, I just, killers. I just I always remind... I, every time I hear that song, and I hear, I've got soul, but I'm not a soldier... Just reminds me of Jonesy shouting that Shout as loudly as possible, jumping up and down on, in the bit. Yeah. That's so weird because the one thing which first came into my mind was walking down. Yay! Apple knows me too well. It's like four o'clock in the morning down Aberystwyth High Street, and there's me and Roger just singing, I've got soul and I'm not a soldier, up and down the high street all day, all night. All, all night. <laughs> all day, all night. Uh, 
<laughs> I mean, there's obviously going to be shared ones, like, you know, like, well, I think there will be, but, you know, like, um, Rocket Man and stuff's going to remind you of the Union and, you know, Fat, uh, Fat Man Scoop. That reminds me of the pier. Like, there's going to be some yeah, we're going to share. That reminds me of Western Superman. <laughs> there's that. There's a song which Tommy sang in Amsterdam when we went on tour to Amsterdam all the time, and I don't know how it, what it's called, but it was done by someone beginning with H. They were like a Dutch rock band or something, and all it goes. Uh, is, who's sang? And it's oh, all Tommy sang all the way through Amsterdam. In the shadows of my mind. Oh, I've been watching. Yeah, I've been I've waiting. Been I, th- I can't remember, but Tommy sang it all through Amsterdam. And I was sober during Amsterdam because that's after my pancreas went. And so I was just so fucking bored in that coach for about 16 hours. And it's not often <laughs> Tommy pisses me off or I snap at Tommy. But after about the 17th, woo, ooh, in love, I was finish. like, Tommy, shut the fuck up. It was a Finnish fan. I didn't even remember it. It, they were one-hit wonders. Oh, they were. I'm sure they were Finnish. That's going to annoy me now. Google, Google. We listened to a lot of Little Britain on that trip as well. Yeah, yeah we, we did. did find that funny. But... Yeah, a lot. Of Back when that was really funny, and now it's. Yeah. I can't believe. Another one. I bruise. I bruise easily. Reminds me of a special man in my life. <laughs> I bruise easily. So be Who? gentle. <laughs> you. <laughs> 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 Pop down to yeah, say hello we, to Uncle Apples, play a couple of games of pool, couple of drinks, bit of Ivory's Easily. We played, <laughs> played Ivory's Easily in the mill jukebox so much yeah. that Greg, the other barman, removed it from the jukebox. He took it out, didn't he, little child? <laughs> yeah, he got really annoyed and took it out. <laughs> so, I remember coming so back. What, but what he didn't realise is that he still had um, Daniel Burdenfield. Um, if you're not the one. If you're not the one in there, <laughs> yeah. so... Yeah. We showed him. <laughs> he used to, he used to serenade women after hours at that pub by putting on that song. When we used to live above there, we always knew he had a missus yeah, back yeah. if Dan, if a woman back if Daniel Benningfield came on downstairs. Oh, I didn't realise that we were turning him on when we were playing it then. You go, Gen Z. Like, there's a lot of songs I'd like. I put with different people, like with apples, then like anything like that, 21 seconds to go, or <laughs> that's it. That song, just... uh, which had the casualty theme tune all the way through it, which yeah. is fucking awful. Just oh, reminds shit. me of apples. I'll be shot. <laughs> yeah, 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 we love something. And like yeah. with Phil, there's a song by Red Hot Chili Peppers called uh, Turn It Again, which is a fucking tune. Yeah, and that just always yeah. reminds me of being in the car with Phil. Yeah. I, I actually, Jamesy, talk about being in the car with people. I remember you, me and you cruising along to Rage Against the Machine, killing in the name of, and you yeah. swearing <laughs> motherfucker out of the window at a horse in a field. <laughs> I was like, you've got to into the song. Do that horse. <laughs> I can't imagine oh, that. Do what you tell me. It's the bit when it went, motherfucker! <laughs> I just screamed out the window with a horse. And the horse can, was the horse trying to tell you to do something? Yeah, he yeah, was. I could just imagine Jonesy shouting and screaming any song, but not Rage Against the Machine. It's the one that doesn't compute in my brain. Like I can't, I can't imagine it. It's like, oh, what's it called? What's the feel? You know, is it? Like the bodies hit the floor. Like I just couldn't imagine Jonesy ever singing a song like that. Could you? Andrew Rah! WK. 
<laughs> After you've been in a car with Phil for an hour, anyone can be singing. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> you weren't shouting at the horse. Yeah. <laughs> fuck no. you, motherfucker. <laughs> no. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me, Phil. Tommy, anything from you? Well, Tommy. I, can I, I'm going to take it off on a bit of a tangent, but I used to love <laughs> it when you were younger. Yeah, I know. The, when <laughs> you were younger, though, there was always... I don't know if they were just better back then, but um, football tournament songs. So, like, I used to, I love Vindaloo takes me yeah. back to... Which one was Vindaloo? Vindaloo 98? 98. No, 2000, maybe. Uh, Vindaloo was 2000 or 98, but the one no, from me was 98. No, it was 98, because 96 was... Three well, Lions was 96. And Three Lions, obviously. Like, both of those... Um, and all the football tournament songs used to be so good and just took me back to those summers. Every time I hear them, I, I go back to the uh, World Cups and European summers. There's certain songs with FIFA as well, you know, like the opening song. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, good yeah, shout. And Tony Hawk's. The only World Cup one I can remember was um, the uh, Raise Your Flags one at the South Africa. The actual That was the only official FIFA one that I remember. No, that's not. Is that not it? Oh, I was thinking it was the one that went Raise Your Flag. Raise your flag. Yeah, oh, was, uh, what was that? I'm like a bird, only fly away. She was on that song. <laughs> that one? No, that's the one I was talking about. Shakira. Oh, okay. No, that's not Shakira. Oh, okay. that's, that's the um, one Phil's talking about. No, Jay-Z was talking about Sun Nelly for Pali. I know. He's a misogynist. He was just talking about some woman. It's all right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> some foreign <laughs> woman. Yeah, some foreign woman. Some <laughs> Song two was one FIFA. I can't remember what it was. Was it Red no, Road to World Cup '98? Was song two by Blur? That was fucking ace. Yes, yeah. yes, and I remember that. Yeah. Robbie there Williams were always songs did, that, It's only us, which was quite a good tune. There's always songs that I never knew in any other way than FIFA, and then you occasionally you'd hear them from some some other place. Like song two, obviously, like it was a big song anyway. Like, and it still does remind you of like games, but. Do you know no, what I mean? There was something. It it what it was. It only I remember it only charted quite low down, kind of thing. It grew song two. It was not a yeah. song which yeah, ever made the top was. ten or anything Right, it's time to go over to Chelsea Corner with our resident football hooligan, Apples. Get in your corner, you mug. Okay, well, I think it's only fitting that we turn Chelsea Corner into Football Corner. And the fact that Neymar has now just completed what is basically a quarter of a billion move to PSG has football, has... It's it's nonsense, right? That's football, that, it's nonsense. That is absolute <laughs> fucking I mean the the T V shit has pushed prices up crazily, but quarter of a billion. A quarter did you of a billion Spanish managers have rejected it. No, yeah, but did, did, they got round it by 
basically giving the money to Neymar and Neymar paid Barcelona the money. They couldn't reject it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. The money grabbing stuff and all that kind of stuff. But uh, the logic behind it, which I listened to on probably Five Live or what, or whatever, was in regards to that because he, Neymar's Brazilian, the, Ballad, the Ballon d'Or is such a huge thing yeah. in Brazil. And when Neymar went to... Uh, to, to Europe, they're all like, right, he's going to win the Ballon d'Or now, Ballon d'Or now, but he can't win it because he's in the shadow of Messi and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, but especially Messi and Messi being Argentinian. So now he's going to a different league. They're saying that he's got more chance to win that Ballon d'Or and that's what he needs. But you was quite... would have watched. Neymar and Ronaldo are going to retire before he does. Exactly. Oh, Messi, you mean, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but... yeah they are. But it was an interesting article about um, was this the moment that he decided was when um, oh, the when comeback. they turned round the comeback against PSG and Messi got held up. He scored two goals, set up the third, that got scored yeah, right yeah. at the end. And it was Messi that got held up on everyone's shoulders and paraded around the pitch. And like, there's a lot of people putting words into his mouth or like... Filling knows, his head. Exactly. Who knows what, what he was thinking at that moment. But... Maybe it was. I just caught... Uh, let that sink in. A quarter of a billion. A quarter of a billion. We're getting... Uh, I Do don't you know. want Andy Cole? Wait, makes what, me really Andy Cole go from Newcastle to Man U million. I remember that being like, whoa, that was huge. That was like... That was such a big deal. And then Alan Shearer went for 15, and we were like, yeah. 15 million, yeah. They were saying you could buy 15 Alan Shearers for that or something like that. I can't, there was a, a joke on a Fogginish View on uh, uh, Facebook did, could have, did a good joke about it. I can't remember what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> did it. Just, <laughs> Zuckerberg's I'm, always there with his football humour. <laughs> all right, no, sorry. Yeah, for 1.98 million, you could buy three fighter jets, 13 Alan Shearers, 20 houses in Knightbridge, or one fifth of a parliamentary majority. majority. <laughs> Only a fifth. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, however that. much Messi costs, uh, Neymar costs, it's not as much as the DUP's five members or whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a hundred million for, for vote. Ten votes for about one billion, wouldn't it? Hundred million for each one. That's disgusting. That's just, yeah. But I get that. How is that? How is someone not almost going to prison for that? That's the most corrupt thing. Yeah. It's like corruption in plain sight. It's ridiculous. Politics, isn't it? Anyway, more on football fucking corner. Is John Terry literally on this earth just to annoy me even more? He's now playing for Aston fucking Villa. I'm so happy. I couldn't have picked a better club for him to go to. <laughs> you know what I mean? That story you sent made me laugh, though. They've run out of ours. Yeah. <laughs> what? what the oh, fuck? Oh, we've run out oh. of ours. So I'll put it on the back of the shoe. I'm doing Tommy's yeah, Birmingham see. accent now. This is it. He's still a vlog. He's following you, Jay Z. You're going to bump into him some way. It's like written in the stars or some shit. I don't know. I actually follow him on Instagram and it winds me up. I don't know why I do it. Why? It's so annoying. I don't know. I love that. It's some kind of masochistic kind of fucking tendency. Are you trying to get blocked like KP? Is that what it is? (laughs) Just trying to wind up. 
still trying to get blocked by Donald Trump with come air quotes. I might, I might start following John Terry and at Jonesying every time he does a post. <laughs> 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 do it. Do it. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, are you guys going to watch the film? Um, I will try to watch I will it. If, it's, if it's for the next podcast, yeah, definitely. I just... Yeah? Yeah, yeah 100%. Okay, so we did... Because I wasn't going to talk about put, it. <laughs> no, yeah, we actually put it out to vote in the last podcast, just to uh, update the listeners. Uh, and Beaulieu and uh, Rob McQuarren were the... Uh, emailed in on the same day. <laughs> Saying that uh, they were, they both wanted us to review Get Out, so that's the film of the week, and we'll do it next week. Did I did I say your surname wrong again? You, you got a spot on. Spot on. Rob McWarren. Rob McWarren. We have a good story about Rob McWarren, though, don't we? What's that? What's that? Uh, Phil, would you like to oh, enlighten us? He puked on my head. <laughs> <laughs> He puked on your head. Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. We went, we went out um, to see Mick in Crystal Palace, and Tommy was there, and Rob and James Lee, obviously. Uh, and Rob came up with this idea that um, tequilas are nicer if you use clear tequila, as in got instead of gold tequila, and then you drink a shot of apple juice afterwards. Mm-hmm. And actually, he's got a point. It's really bloody nice. Uh, so me and Rob drank a fair few tequila shots and um we went back home and rob was on the sofa and i was on the floor and i woke up with like this like sound and i was like what's that sound and then suddenly there was this splat as the sick hits me all over my head and my chest (laughs) and i was like oh rob how did you not vomit that would have made me vomit i don't know actually mate Honestly, because I wasn't feeling 100% myself, because I was obviously pretty hungover. Uh, and it was about four o'clock in the morning, cause we'd, so we'd only been asleep for like two, uh, an hour or so. And uh, yeah. And then, Rob, so we send, we send Rob into the toilet, and I've still got a sickle down me, because so, there's only one bathroom at Ming's house. So we send the Rob into the toilet, and um, he showers himself off, or Mick showers himself off, and I have to stand there with sickle down me, waiting for them to come out of the toilet. So then I go in and have a shower. By this point, I think Jonesy's woken up and he's knocking on the door as I'm in the shower. So I go out of the shower and Jonesy's like, I need the fucking toilet. Why are you in the toilet? Why are you in the shower at five o'clock in the morning? And I was like, <laughs> fuck off, mate. Leave me alone. <laughs> Not now. Not now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. So fan of the podcast. So just for other podcast yeah. fans out there, Feel free to not puke on us. Well, that's kind of a rite of passage. You have to puke on at least one one podcast. Rob's got you. He's Beulie. Challenge extended. Yeah, Beulie, you've got to throw up on... (laughs) Now, if you throw up on apples, you will be knighted. I will definitely not shit on you. Perhaps that's (laughs) the only way to take over a supreme leader is to vomit on the supreme leader. Try it, motherfuckers. I've got plenty of years left in me. And on that bombshell, it's time to end the podcast. (laughs) Big ended up going off, but it's a it's a good night for me. It's good night for Phil. Uh, Good night, Jamesy. Good night from Apple.
Good night, one and all. Good night, Apple. The usual James Blunt style. It's good night from Tommy. <laughs> right, Nosh Star, everybody. Nosh Star. Hello. Nosh Star. Dinky Winky. Jamesy, no one's really commented on your floppy hair tonight. Yeah, your hair is very floppy. Shitting forecast. peed in um, Bounce's mum and dad's kitchen sink because I couldn't find the toilet. So, uh, yeah, I've 